Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast, Beautiful You. I'm your host, Avantika. I know I'm a little late to wish you this, but a happy New Year's. I hope you had an amazing New Year's Eve and even a better start to the New Year. I hope you're doing well and I can just feel it that 2023 is going to be an amazing year. 2022 was freaking amazing. I had a blast. There were so many ups and downs and I learned so much. There was immense growth in 2022 and I know 2023 is going to be just as good if not better. I'm so freaking excited to see what this new year has in you know in the store for me for you and I for like all of us not just together but also individually. So yeah, I'm really excited for this year. Today's episode is going to be a guest episode. So this year no name calling week is observed during 16th to 20th January and This week is celebrated, organized to educate students, teachers and the public on the harms of uh, name-calling. It aims to spread awareness about bullying and aims to eradicate bullying and name-calling in schools, universities, colleges, society in general. So bullying and name-calling is something most of us have went through at certain part of our, you know, childhood or adolescence. And it negatively affects us not just at that age, but it has some really long-lasting effects, which are really detrimental not just to your physical health, but also to your mental health. What exactly is bullying? Bullying is an ongoing and deliberate misuse of power in relationships through repeated verbal, physical and or social behavior that intends to cause physical, social or psychological harm. To celebrate No Name Calling Week, we have a beautiful guest with us who has been advocating for anti-bullying for a while now. She's a student and she has been through bullying herself and the way she was she has been able to overcome it and then to advocate for it has been a really inspiring journey. Before we dive into it, I just would like to point out some types of bullying. There is physical, verbal, social, cyber that are pretty common. But social bullying is a little difficult to identify. It causes harm to someone's social reputation. It can include spreading rumors, lying, mocking someone or excluding someone from groups and encouraging others to do the same. It can have bullying and name calling in general can have a severe impact on the victim's social and emotional well-being. Individuals struggle with low self-esteem, maintaining healthy relationships, self-image, identity and so much more. Research shows that there is a very strong link between a victim of bullying and developing mental health concerns which include suicidal ideation. It creates a culture of fear and has a negative effect on everyone involved, right from the ones who are being bullied to the bullies and to even the bystanders. So without further ado, we're gonna start the episode with our beautiful guest. Thank you so much for listening. So to celebrate No Name Calling Week, we have an incredible guest among us, Tisha Taneja. She's a student, socialist, mental health advocate, founder of Diva's Planet, Mindspeaker alumni at Fortis Mental Hospital. She went through bullying in her early high school years. Along with other Mindspeakers, she ran a campaign called Hashtag Bullying Parviram and created awareness regarding bullying via social media. She was invited as a speaker to her school and 91.9 FM to have a word on bullying. She has been featured by Scene India and Fortis Mental Hospital. Welcome, Nisha. Thank you so much for being here. How are you doing? Hi, Avantika. Thank you so much for having me over here. And I'm feeling incredibly fine after seeing you. <laughs> <laughs> I am so 
glad to have you on board we've been talking about doing this for a while and i'm so glad that we are finally getting to it and finally got the chance to you know work something out together yes same here i think uh coming on a podcast has always been into my bucket list so it's a bucket list taking off the bucket list moment that's amazing that's a great way to start your 2023 <laughs> Yes, indeed. <laughs> so, uh, how long have you been advocating for anti-bullying? I think uh, I never thought that I'll do it so early. It was always in my mind, but uh, when I got into the program with Fortis, wherein I became a mind speaker, mm-hmm. uh, they introduced us to the summer project, and they told us that you get to. do one out of the three summer projects and in my heart i was always hoping that i get into bullying and i was the first candidate to get selected for bullying itself so uh, i felt like it was something that was meant for me it was the damn time when i was supposed to get in here so uh, all through this journey of bullying par viram uh, there was this one thing that they introduced to share your own stories and that was when i actually broke the shell because uh, out of all the mind speakers only two of them selected to share their story and you know um, so it was a moment where i thought that i think i should really leave this insecurity and i think that was the moment when i turned my pains into powers and it was the most amazing point of my life it was a turning point wherein you feel so much stronger and mm-hmm. once you let your fear go it's no longer here because you have already let it go and uh, then i started advocating for bullying par viram once i shared the story i think a lot of people were there to resonate with me starting from my peers my classmates and the people i didn't even know the people that uh, never really i didn't think i inspired them but they reached out to me my juniors and uh, one thing that my mentor always told me was that you tend to inspire the people that do not even show that they see you and it really did happen because after a period of time when you receive text from people that you do not even know and they tell you that thank you for inspiring me and thank you for sharing this you feel just so happy and everything that you do makes sense when the program ended uh, i thanked uh, dr samir for introducing this program and i was like if this was not here i would have never been able to do it but he also changed my perspective to this thing that this program was just a catalyst you always had this into you and you were always up to create awareness for bullying uh, it might have been the right moment and the moment was waiting for you if not today it might be tomorrow but you had this thing and that completely changed my perspective and i think uh, advocating for bullying has not only helped me inspiring people but it has also healed me in numerous ways because you know once you break your fear as i said there's actually nothing stopping you become the unstoppable force and getting onto 90.9 fm going to the same school where i was bullied into and being a speaker over there then featured by seen tv i think all of these things came gradually but at the right moment that is amazing that is so beautiful it sounds like 
you know you are empowering not only yourself but so many others out there that this is why talking about the things that you've been through and advocating for issues that aren't really much talked about it like it creates a ripple effect you know it's like it's one person talking about sharing their journey or share, sharing their um story with someone and it resonates with so many other people out there and it takes immense courage to do that so that is amazing yes. thank you so much for advocating thank you so much for speaking up it really means a lot so thank you so much so um could you tell us a little bit about uh, your journey about what happened in high school and uh, you know how you came out of it uh i think i was uh, always a chubby kid since the mm-hmm. beginning i think in second third grade when i was chubby and you know um i was not always like bullied a lot but i was uh, always like mocked up or you know name calling or just you know saying certain words that really you know degrades your self esteem it just makes you feel bad about that may why am i not like other people why am i a bit different and the urge to change yourself in order to fit in and uh, that was a thing until i think when i was in my 9th grade or 10th grade i think after that point of time i was uh a lot like uh, people say that when you hear something a lot of times you just get so used to it that at a point at after a point of time it doesn't even matter to you mm-hmm. so that was that stage for me but what really helped me was when you have a perception of yourself that you are the best no matter what and mm-hmm. uh, i started off with youtube too so that was like in my 11th grade so everybody was i i felt like that this is something big i am doing and i might be made fun of like before that you already see bullying and then you start off with youtube which is again a major thing so you have your fears but uh, i think i've always been a rebel if i see that i want to do something i will always do that no matter what anybody says anybody i don't care and this attitude took years to build and uh, i remember being into the times when you sit into a bus with your friends and people uh, spot a car and say like it looks similar to you and it is just so bad because you can't say the, these things to me in front of so many people and even to me as well in personal because it is not great it is not cool it is not empowering and it just is so negative but i think when uh, while going through this process of loving yourself loving every bit of you not just the parts that you have been loving for a while but the parts that you didn't love but the process made you fall in love with them as well so it's all about the process and it takes time but after a point in your life you just realize that you cannot satisfy anybody so at this point you are here to satisfy you and if it turns out to be selfish at times i mm-hmm. think i would choose that to be selfish because i think there's nothing wrong in being selfish at times you can't be altruistic every time even though i am altruistic but i am selfish too i won't deny it yeah. if at times i have to take a stand for myself i would not think twice fair enough it's i don't really think it's uh being selfish when you're standing up for yourself i feel like society has often 
you know misconstrued selfishness to standing up for yourself for forming boundaries but it's i'm really glad to see that you're able to stand up for yourself to form healthy boundaries with people around yourself so you mentioned that you started getting out of uh, the bullying zone like you know putting yourself out there and standing up for yourself by the end of 10th grade if i'm not wrong right so that's like you're like end of 9th or starting of 10th yes end of 9th starting of 10th somewhere in between that okay and like the bullying happened when you were at around like what age uh i was in third grade i believe so what age is third third grade i think it's too young now i feel like i was just too young <laughs> that is too young and i remember this incident in my third grade wherein uh, a teacher only told me that in front of the whole class that you are fat and that was the most horrible um, yes that was so horrible and i think i cried also that day i just didn't really feel good no now how can you imagine the mental health of a third year of a third grade child if a teacher in front of the class say something like this to you so okay, that's horrible yeah it's like you're not even yeah. at the age where you're able to articulate how exactly you feel either and people just fail to notice how big of an impact that takes you on the long term and at that moment i don't think so i was even fat i was just slightly uh, a bit chubby it is just like a plump i was not even fat at that point fair um so yeah it's like also you know this brings up an interesting conversation in my this brings up an interesting question in my head where it's like people often construe fat being fat as an insult and i always felt like that's not the case it's like fat be if you're just fat if you're overweight if you're on the heavier side that is just one of the attributes of you it doesn't have to define you or it doesn't have to make your personality or your life revolve around itself you know Yes, I completely agree with that. And being fat is like often synonymed with being bad. Why is fat and bad are so related in these terms when you construct a body image? Like uh, I also heard this thing of uh, Taylor Swift. Like Taylor Swift is one of my favorite artists. But Mind when uh, yes, but when the thing came out of that when she. Uh, stood up on that weighing machine and it became fat so she was shouting i think at that moment it was more like that being fat is related to being bad that this mm-hmm. image might not be very much um, accepted by the people or by even her own self it's okay if she's having individual choices and everything but i think as a person with such a great amount of followers and listeners she is also portraying that fat is being related with something bad that why is she shouting if it's fat oh so i, I didn't read the documentary no i didn't uh, really saw the documentary but about the anti hero thing in the clip when she stood on the weighing machine oh okay i now i'm confused how did i miss that i have to go after this uh, call i have to go back and watch the uh, music video i didn't notice it I missed it. Yeah, okay. I missed it too, but I was questioned this on my scene TV interview and I said no, I missed it. And then I watched it back and then I shared it on my Instagram that I think 
Taylor Swift is really nice and Antihero is definitely one of my favorite tracks. It is even on my top playlist yeah. on my Spotify thing. But you know that clip is just super controversial I believe. Yeah, because she has been someone who advocates for mental health and anti-bullying and you know, uh, she has been through uh, struggle with eating disorders herself and she has been very vocal about it as well. So that that's kind of new and that's kind of very controversial that clip would be included in the music video. I'm going to have to go and watch the clip. I think that clip has been removed now but uh, because that was into a lot of controversy. I think there were a lot of Twitter cards and facebook and on instagram it was everywhere in that time so yes there were a lot of uh, protest against that i think um, i definitely agree with the individual choices but i think at that very moment in that clip it was very much observant that it was a synonym to bad which is kind of i didn't appreciate that mm-hmm. of course yeah yeah it's um it adds on to the stigma that we have around uh fat people and it adds on to uh fat phobia in the society for sure exactly fat phobia this is the word i was about <laughs> to say yeah so uh circling back to your journey in uh, school years at what like were you able to inform a person of authority or maybe your parents perhaps about the things that you were going through in school I uh, think so I never went to the counselor when I was in school even though we had one but I didn't knew we had a counselor until I was in 10th grade and the first time I went to the counselor it was for my career counseling <laughs> to have an exam so that uh, to have that assessment so that I can choose which stream I should take in my 11th grade and yeah. that was the first time I got to know that we have a counselor in the school so <laughs> Uh, I don't think so I reached out to people but yes I reached out to my parents and I think my parents were always like you should always keep this thing in your mind that you are the best and it whenever I'm in a situation when I don't feel like I will be able to do it this yeah. there is an echo of my mom saying Disha you are the best and that is always with me it is never going to leave me and it is the best thing i've ever gotten from my mother even today like even today when i was lying on my bed and i was like i, I, I am a bit tense she came out and she said disha you are the best and i don't know how she just motivates me with these simple sentence this simple sentence is just enough for me that is beautiful that is so sweet <laughs> I you know I I just feel like so happy whenever she says it I think sometimes yeah. I might just pretend that I'm sad just to hear that <laughs> That's okay fair enough <laughs> That makes sense So uh back in your circling back to your journey who were these people who were bullying you back then in school years I think I didn't see many of my classmates doing it because I always had this image in front of my classmates that nobody can really reach out to me just to say shit about me but when i was into like my bus and everything i don't know why i was a bit vulnerable so actually people who were like one year younger from me or one year elder from me two years elder from me they used to be like a bit too mean with me so that might be just because you are too innocent and 
yeah i was a bit too innocent and more engrossed into a group of friends that focused more on their academics so you know i was never into the group that was very much focused into doing notorious stuff so people would have taken advantage of me at that very moment just to you know have fun and to do that like uh having very weird and awkward things and just name calling you or just you know mocking upon you just because they know that you are not going to answer them back and um yes but uh, after a point when i think i created an image where i portrayed myself strong before i was even really strong uh so yes as they say fake it till you make it now today is the point where i have actually made it to be strong when i feel i am strong but where back then i just portrayed it but that really helped because you know you know that you are portraying nobody else knows it so you can really escape the circle of all these things once you yourself think that you are capable of doing everything and you just appear so strong when you feel confident about yourself i remember when um, i was in 6th grade i anchored the diwali event for the whole school so there was like these small small moments added up for me to feel a little more confident about myself and upon reaching a stage wherein i just felt like now you can't come and say things about me because i am at a very nice position now so you just have this in your head so you create your image in your head that's what i realize now so once in your head you are confident you are confident to everybody once you feel you are vulnerable you are vulnerable to everybody so it's in your head that is a very mature way to look at it it's always about like how your perception is your reality and yeah that is i agree with it and i am sure a lot of people resonate with that as well because what you believe you are is what you give out like it's the energy that you give out in the universe and that's how you get treated as well so there is i can see a lot of strength and like just knowing some parts of your journey i can see that there was a lot of growth that happened uh and i can see like a really strong person throughout it all thank you so much and you know the way you perceive yourself is how, is exactly how the world perceives you yeah. so at a point you feel like you are here to conquer you feel you are a queen and i really felt this there was this there are like still now i just call myself queen i just call it and uh, you won't believe on my birthday a lot of people didn't write the shade right happy birthday queen and that was the moment that oh my god this was oh something god. this this is how the magic happens you're manifesting that energy out there you know that is amazing yeah. so and that's so cool because you know you called yourself queen you wrote it again and again you wrote it on your bio you wrote it everywhere yeah. you wrote it on your high and it just you know it gives you that vibes that okay she is that so people automatically attract that vibe mm-hmm. yeah yeah that is so true that is that is genuinely really really true and i really agree with it so yeah that is amazing so how did you initially deal with the bullying back then like how were you coping with 
with it like back then when you were much younger when you were in third and fourth grade fifth grade you know how were you dealing with it then uh uh at that very moment i as i said i was a bit too innocent and vulnerable and that was the most peak time of when i faced bullying because i think these were the only grades when i really fe- faced bullying and things because post this period i was very active i was into cabinet member i was a cabinet member at school i was into school counseling council i was into anchoring events and posting everything but these third fourth fifth grades as i say i think these were the moments when uh, i was very scared of everyone and everything uh, but i think i don't really remember how i did it but i think it was a gradual process where you learn how to just either ignore people or you face them so fight or flight mm, yeah okay and at what point did you finally tell your parents about it it was never that i never told them i was always being super friendly with my parents i think if today also we, anybody would say me anything i would my mom would be the first person to know that and that's the bond i share with her and i think i'm being i'm so grateful for that bond because if i can share anything with her comfortably she just calms me down and tells me her favorite line and mine too uh that i'm the best and then um uh, she just you know today also she was telling me that uh you'll be going to college soon so if somebody tells you something just ignore them just remember what i always tell you or if you feel anything bad just call me i think she is the person who will be available for me anytime i remember once i called her at 2 am in the night and i didn't think twice before calling her and she didn't think twice before answering my call at 2 am so <laughs> i think she's always there <laughs> for me to just rant and say anything i want to mm-hmm. um so i think your parents supporting you is the most essential thing you need that's yeah i agree If you are comfortable sharing, what was the worst incident that you went through? Uh, I really don't remember worst incidents, but I think small, small incidents. When, uh, I, you know, uh, as I said, I was an inter. I am an international book of records holder for participating in the largest twist dance, but there was this point when. after being an international book of records holder i used to just feel a bit ashamed in dancing because i was being bullied for how my body looked so i was like if i would dance maybe it's not a nice thing maybe it's for the girls that are really uh, active or you know fit or something i won't look nice dancing or something uh, i used to not take parts in the activities that the dance activities that used to happen in the school even though i had some interest in it and i still like dancing but uh, i remember there was a time when i was in a gym and the instructor told us that now you have to dance because today is the dance day so um, at initially i was again the fears just surround you and you can't do things but 
uh, I'm glad that the gyms have mirrors. <laughs> so once you look at the mirror and you see yourself dancing and you just feel like, wow, I'm dancing so well. Why did I refrain from it? And that was the time. I was unstoppable I still remember it I remember that I kept on dancing I didn't care about the world I was just into the song I was with the beats and I realized in that moment I danced really well I don't have to care about what anybody says I think I justify what I have received so I just felt so nice I was like I was just refraining refraining it all my life just because I thought I didn't dance well but I do and now if anybody is up for a dance party yeah I'm also up for it let's go <laughs> that's amazing have you yes. ever gotten an apology from any one of your beliefs um I don't think so but they wrote that thank you for inspiring us they wrote that to you how did that make you feel i was literally like this is weird i don't know how to respond to this right makes sense like did any one of your bully ever like reach out and tell you that oh they you know what they were going through at that time or at any okay. uh, so one of my bully i was into the school uh, i was doing the speaker wala event and i was into the school and when i was uh, sharing my story first they told first i was supposed to tell my uh, academic achievement because i was graduated from the same school just 20 days back so i was telling my academic achievements and everything and now i see out of everybody in the crowd just the person who bullied me is shouting wow yeah And I'm like, how is it happening <laughs> when I'm sharing my bullying story? This is the only person who is hooting, who is shouting, "Yes, more power to you!" I'm <laughs> like, I don't get this. This is just so <laughs> weird. I just don't get how is it happening? How the tables are turning? Right? Yeah. <laughs> It's like it must feel nice though that you were able to. Grow out I really didn't get to this. It was sarcasm, or the person was really, you know, just supporting me because you are sharing a bullying story. Your bully is hooting for you, so right. you don't know how to react for that. Often, it's like uh, the people who bully others are the ones who've been victims of bullying themselves. So I hope that the person was being sincere, and if the person was being sincere, I'm sure your story reached out to them as well, you know, and like it resonated with them as well, certainly. I don't know about her, but uh, when we were done with the workshop, yeah. a lot of my juniors, uh, like the juniors that in the same bus where you know we used to travel and people used to be like. A bit mean with me. Same bus people just came out and they were like, "Oh, you are the same girl, and you are here. How did that all happen? Because we were meeting after like two years. Because in eleventh and twelfth grade, you don't get get the bus facility. So I saw them after two years. They were all like a bit grown up, and they they were like, "Oh, we recognize you. We used to travel in the same van." And how did you get in there? Thank you. I just uh, you were so amazing and everything. And I was so overwhelmed. I didn't know how to react because it because for the first time mm-hmm. you get people and it's just on your face. Like on the text, you still have some time for your brain to process and 
you know get the things out and say thank you and everything but it's just on your face where you know them and they just come out and they're saying so much and you just take a moment to process everything and how to react and everything so yes i think i'm glad i did it because if i would have not done it i would have never known my powers more power to you that's amazing that's amazing to you thank you so much so i still don't know how to react to things i just say thank you <laughs> <laughs> that's hey that's you start somewhere that's a beginning you know yes exactly so moving on to that what i'm curious to know that um, what are cer- certain i mean clearly you've worked on yourself and you're you have overcome bullying what are some certain insecurities that you still deal with which might stem from the bullying that you went through uh i think um maybe sometime if i would like look a little to chubby in a dress i might not choose to wear that is you know how matter how much you heal there are always some parts that are left so for you to work upon them and that's actually great because you learn with the process and i have started you know loving my body a little more but you know uh, when i started creating awareness about bullying a lot of people associated bullying with the body positivity movement so i know these terms are a bit related but they aren't alike so uh what happens is when you just create awareness about bullying people also reach out and say that it's not okay to be obese and i completely agree with that because it has health issues related to it and we should work out and do physical activities i was always into physical activities i've been into swimming and basketball everything but you know uh when i say that uh if i was being bullied for my weight i don't really promote a lifestyle of obese behavior or anything that you should not you know do exercise or something i feel like being bullied is wrong but if you are changing yourself for you not for anybody if you don't feel comfortable in being obese and you want to work on yourself just in order to stay healthy i think it's all up on you and you don't have to associate this with bullying at all it's the intention that matters behind anything that you do yes so i was uh, i am uh, advocating about people saying harsh things on other people that impacts their mental or emotional health i'm not saying that you should stop working out or being obese or just keep on eating or just you know be unhealthy or be at the risk for major dis- health disorders i'm not saying it at all i'm just saying that people calling other people with different names or just telling them harsh things is mean and is not cool and it's it's the time we put hashtag #bullying program yeah those are very two separate conversations like different topics of conversations and i agree with you that like the whole connotation of how body positivity movement came into uh you know the connotation that it had that oh it's like people promoting obese lifestyles or unhealthy lifestyles it's just very different you know directions and that those are like two different topics of conversation because it's it's similar to what happened with even feminism you know but like that's something that we'll save for like another episode <laughs>
you know it's really amazing you know i can imagine it hasn't been easy at all but to like grow into this amazing beautiful person that you are now it's just you have been beautiful all the time but it's like to find your strength and to find the courage to stand up for these things it's genuinely amazing and you're only 18 now so that's like that's great you know <laughs> thank you so much and yes sometimes i do feel like am i too young to do this like people mm-hmm. often say you are you're just 18 but then i feel like maybe it's just the moment that is right for me maybe the age is just something it is secondary maybe the moment was right for me yeah it's if it's right for you if it's happening then then it's right for you you know it's always about the timing and yeah it's like like you said if it's right for you it's right so you also advocate for self love a lot so what i'm curious yes. about now is how does self love look like to you? how did self love look like to you back then and how does it look like to you now uh i wrote an i wrote a blog on self love quite recently mm-hmm. so i i said that uh superhumans aren't really supposed to be fictional even we can be superhumans because we have self love as our superpower so this was like how i started my self love blog and this is something that i truly feel because mm-hmm. uh what we see in fictional superheroes is not a reality but what we can construct in reality is these different forms of self love be it confidence be it the uh, be it the trust that you have on yourself these are all actually the superpowers that make you the amazing human that you are and uh, back then self love has always been with me because you know as i said that phrase from my mom is a great example of how self love should be right so when you hear a comment that says that you are the best it automatically creates an image in your head that there must be something that my mom has seen in me and that's why she's saying it so you start to know yourself better you start to focus on the parts of your personality that are really great and first at first i used to have this like if great things happen to me i used to put it on the luck that oh i must be lucky but now i feel like i have worked hard for it and that's a form of self love when you feel like you really worked hard for it and that's why you have got it you didn't got it for free you didn't got it for like it was not something that people granted you you earned it and that that's a great form of self love because you don't take yourself for granted you feel that whatever you're doing you're putting your hard work into it so nobody has the power to tell you that you are not worthy of something and that's an excellent form of self love i believe and self love is not limited to self care only it's more about it's more about when you wake up and when you see yourself in the mirror and you feel like oh if i wake up this i still look good after makeup i look good simply i look good when you just have these affirmations with you i think you automatically practice self love that is very true i like how there was such a massive uh, change in perception like how you redirected your like feelings about towards self love and everything so like i really like how there was a redirection and there was a different perspective that happened that oh because like 
the things that you were achieving the, the good things that were happening it wasn't because of luck but because you deserved it so the change in thought patterns that goes such a long way out there and i do agree with you when it comes to uh, self love being more than just self care it's like it's not always about going to cafes and massages and face masks and doing things that make you feel good it's also about things that scare you facing your fears you know standing up for yourself advocating for things that you believe in pursuing your interest and everything taking a chance on yourself that also is a part of self love to a greater extent exactly and you know self love is a matter of again perspectives i've been talking about perspectives of lot because you know i have felt how perspectives can change your life and you know uh, if you want you can make self love expensive otherwise it's really not you yeah, when yeah. you feel like you're loving yourself you love it at free of cost you just don't have to pay a single penny for that i remember i was on a solo trip and when i saw myself managing everything like my luggage how i have to wake up on time and never wake up at time at my home god knows how i was up at 7 am in my trekking suit and i was the first person who you know really went downstairs and i was like i am ready i don't know about rest of the people and you know that's when you practice that oh you are capable of doing everything the things that you didn't even imagine uh, for you to do and i remember sleeping at 2 and waking up at 7 the first person to do that <laughs> and everybody else was you know just sleeping and everything but in this process you just realize okay and i i prepared my bag i carried my luggage all by myself and um i slept alone so everything that's great <laughs> yeah that is fun that is great it's the little things in which you show up for yourself actually contributes to a lot so and also the thing when you feel like you don't need anybody for your own happiness you can be your own great company and that's so much about self love when i was quite new in chandigarh i didn't know anybody and i think the biggest lesson of self love came from in here when you feel like now you don't know anybody you have to start from scratch and that's when if you are having insecurities about yourself you might not be able to form friends because you will be very choosy and picky in that form but once you accept yourself the way you are you do not really find faults in anybody you are just such a loving person like as they say first fill your jar and give the overflowing uh, thing to other people so now you don't see faults in in anybody i know there are imperfections with all of us but you don't see them you just see beyond the imperfections for everybody and uh, you are happy to connect with anyone and i felt this because you know i really like having a conversation with people and now at this point i feel i can connect with people and i just don't go and say anything even though if i could see that oh this might not be the perfect friend for me but i can go and talk to them for a while if anybody's feeling low i can always be the person for them to come and everything if you were to give any advice to your younger self what would you say i think as young uh now i also feel like everything that happens in your life it happens for a reason and uh i think even when i was bullied or anything i won't 
I would not like to change anything from my life. I think everything that has happened has happened for a reason and all those reasons have connected in a way and it has made me the person I am today. So I don't think so I would like to change anything from my life but uh an advice to my younger self I would definitely tell her that you are just super amazing you would never know how amazing you are and I would say this to myself too because now also if uh, there are things that I'm scared of back in my mind I know I can but you know there are a lot of anxiety provoking thoughts that you know take you back right they just don't let you go and this is something i would like to say my future self my present self my younger self that you are capable of doing everything you ever think like your daydreams can turn into a reality if you want they will if you want your daydreams can turn into a reality that's beautiful what would your message be to the listeners that are listening to this episode right now uh i think uh firstly i would like like to tell that Yes, I would like to add this thing also that when I say I was being bullied, I would not say that I was never a bully because I have been a bully myself at one point in my life and I don't think so it's cool but at the same time am I ashamed of it? No because I didn't have the enough information about it. I didn't have the resources. I was not told that what bullying is. I was not told that what uh, why should you avoid it but i felt like other people are bullying me they are making me feel low so if i might do the same thing i might be able to fit in but now when i look back to it uh i have already been that person that does not indulge in these things but will i judge a bully no because they were at the same place as mine they didn't have the resources they didn't have the knowledge and they were not told that uh, you should not bully but now when you have the knowledge you should always keep things in your mind that how badly things can affect the mental health of other individuals how badly it can impact their emotional health and uh, i also read this incident of this person who did suicide quite recently when uh, about some lgbtq community uh, and his mother is still fighting the guy from rayan or dps i don't remember which school but i think he was also bullied for just being for just showing a behavior that was not as desirable for a male to show so i think when people do it they don't realize it because we do not have the available resources or the knowledge in schools you see if uh, now the trend is changing but back when i was in third or fourth grade i didn't have any bullying workshops in my school for me to for them to tell me that what is bullying or why you should not do it but as the times are changing i think if you know it you should definitely not do it and to anybody who is being bullied i think i would like to give you a lot of virtual hugs first of all and you know you are just so strong and just go out tell your parents about these things go to a person who is bullying you and tell them that i'm not feeling comfortable with what you are saying just have a conversation with them because a lot of time we have communication gap we just don't tell the person that it's not good that you're doing and if we tell them people do stop if you go and talk to the authority about it you go to their parents or 
if they are not stopping you take the uh, you go to the authorities and you talk about you talk you talk to the counselor and everything so that's how the protocols that you should take and apart from this now we have a lot of different mental services if you are feeling very low like telemanas is there you can always reach out to psychologist we have free mental health helplines now i think we are progressing at a very great scale now um and as far as self love is concerned i think you all are very beautiful worthy amazing and you should never doubt your own worth never never ever your perception is your reality so yeah whatever yes. you believe your perceptions you are, are reality yeah whatever you believe you are is how people are going to perceive you exactly yeah i have felt this so hard like i said you about the queen thing or anything when i talk to people now they're like uh, uh, i i think you are a motivational speaker or something no i'm like no i'm i was never into this thing ever and <laughs> i'm like you do not even know how people are having notions about you until you just have a conversation with them so just keep doing keep hustling keep striving keep thriving doing do just your bit because you are here to uh, you're not here to impress you are just here to express what you have that i am sure will resonate with a lot of listeners right here right now uh, who are listening to this episode because it resonated with me you're not here to impress Hi. you're here to express so how can someone reach out to you i'm always available i'm a text away just text me on instagram it's dishatanesha3184 underscore uh twitter facebook anywhere i'm always a text away and i'd be happy to help always happy okay thank you so much for being here i really appreciate you taking your time out and sharing your journey with us it has helped a lot and i'm hoping to collaborate on more episodes further because i feel like there's a lot that you have to share and it will resonate with a lot of you know the listeners that we have and yeah it like really resonates with um what this podcast is all about as well so yeah thank you so much for being here i really appreciate it a short thing i would love to collaborate with you and i've also heard like a lot of you have also been through mental health uh, issue and i heard i saw your bipolar thing and you know it just inspires me as well because you are doing a podcast you are out here speaking with the people who have had some things with their mental health and they have overcome it and it's just so empowering in itself so i think you are doing a great job and yes podcast with you is like so amazing i and it, it was just something we gradually connected you know no we connected instantly we instantly connected <laughs> and you just called and i got to know about your podcast and i was totally up for it i don't know how i just usually do not say like okay i'll just collaborate with you but i don't know how at the moment i said okay i'm i'm so up for it <laughs> i am so glad we connected that is amazing and you're so kind for saying that so thank you so much for tuning in i hope you guys got something out of it and i hope uh, it resonated with a lot of you all and if you are someone who is going through bullying please reach out to someone of authority please reach out to your friends your peers your uh, parents about it 
there is someone out there who wants to help you you're not alone and it i know that it is very difficult to go through it and i know that it can be da- damaging to the mental health but i hope that you find the right help whenever you need as soon as possible the links to my instagram and email will be linked down below you can i will be linking uh, all the socials of tisha as well so you feel free to reach out to her and we would love to know about your feedback we would love to know how you what you thought about the podcast if you're listening to this on spotify i would really appreciate it if you rate my podcast it really helps me reach out to more people as we go on so yeah thank you so much for tuning in and i will see you guys in the next episode i love you bye